Hey friend, are you looking for episodes that dive deep into your Enneagram type? Or are you searching for faith-based insights that transform your life? With over 300 episodes on the Simply Wholehearted podcast, it's easy to get overwhelmed. But don't worry, friend, I've got you covered. Introducing the curated, personalized podcast playlist that is just for you based on your Enneagram type. So get your copy to help you continue your path of self-discovery and spiritual growth. You can get it at simplywholehearted.com or just click the link in the show notes to get your personalized playlist. And let's continue on this transformative journey together. Hi, I'm Amy Wicks, a Jesus and Enneagram enthusiast. As a wife, mama of three humans, and a fur baby, I get it. Juggling entrepreneurship and a family is challenging, but I believe the Lord does want your work to be enjoyable. As an Enneagram Type 7, I am all about the fun factor, and this podcast is here to help you put the joy back into working mom life. So you can see 1 Timothy 6.17 come to pass in your own unique path. It's a verse that says that God has given us all things to enjoy. And all, well, friends, it means all. Motherhood, work from home life, or work out of the home life. With the Lord's help, there is truly a way to feel calm, balance, joy, clarity, and peace in any arena of life. Welcome to the Simply Wholehearted Podcast where you can expect solo-style and interview-style episodes that are full of faith-based concepts, simple ideas, Enneagram insights, alongside practical tips to help you put that smile back on your face when it comes to doing life with Jesus. Now get your headphones and head to that big pile of dishes in the sink, or maybe that bathroom that needed cleaning two weeks ago, and let's get to learning together. Hey friend, I am so excited to kick off this season, season 20 of the podcast, with a special episode that was suggested by one of you, my listeners. This season, we're going to have so much fun together. We're going to review aspects of the Enneagram that you have been asking me to go in deeper detail on, plus we're going to have some fun episodes, (laughs) just, you know, episodes to give you an extra little chuckle as we finish out the summer, and deep dive episodes with fellow Enneagram coaches as I kick off our Wholehearted Enneagram Summit happening September 12th. I am so excited. If you happen to miss it last year, you will not want to miss it this year. It's starting September 12th. So my hope was maybe the kids will be back in school or maybe you'll be back to kind of your quote-unquote normal rhythm, and you'll be able to join us for some amazing teaching from Enneagram experts like Beth and Jeff McCord and even Suzanne Stabile. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to share it all with you. Okay, like I said, this episode was suggested by one of my listeners. Now, CJ and I met first a couple of years ago when she wanted to try out a free coaching session. We had a great connection but it wasn't the right time for her to commit to my full coaching process. Of course, now a couple years later, her name was on my calendar again, and I was so excited to reconnect. It was such a fabulous conversation, and during that reconnection, she mentioned that she had listened to my spring series on all-night types 
episodes several times and specifically to the 10 facts to know about each type in each episode. It was those specific insights that propelled her self-awareness discovery and readied her for the six-month coaching process that we are in the midst of now. As she shared her experience with information, she also suggested that I dedicate one episode to reviewing the 10 facts about each Enneagram type. So here is that special episode. This listener-created episode is designed to help you review important Enneagram highlights and is a perfect episode to share with your friends and family who are newer to the Enneagram. Also, if you're still in the discovery process about your dominant personality, I have several resources available for you, and I've linked them in the show notes. Now remember, the Enneagram identifies motivations, not outward behavior. Yes, there are common character traits or behavior patterns of each personality type, but the question to always ask yourself is, what is the motivation behind the action? Or what is the core fear, longing, desire, or emotion behind your or their conduct? You and I may have done the same things in life. We may have both found our soulmate, or growing a family, and even starting a business. But likely we have different motivations behind those same actions, and they play out uniquely different for each of us based on our life experience. So after you listen to the common traits of each type, I will follow up with a short list of insights outlining the core desire of that type. And today we're going to start with the Enneagram 8, not because they're impatient or demand to go first, but rather we will start with the three types in the gut triad, the 8, the 9, and the 1. Now, if the term triad and gut don't go together in your mind or bring confusion, I have an episode dedicated to learning all about the intelligence center triads of the Enneagram. I won't expand on that topic for now, but if you want to learn more, you'll find all the info for that episode in the show notes or look up episode 241 of the Simply Wholehearted podcast. Are you an eight? Here are 10 common traits of an Enneagram eight. One, you are assertive and aggressive when you need to be. Two, you balk at anyone trying to control or manipulate you. Three, you put all your cards on the table as you value directness. Four, you tend to be a nonconformist and independent. Five, you respect those who stand up for themselves, even if it's standing up to you. Six, you tend to champion the cause and the rights of the underdog. Seven, you may tend to verbally spar with those to create an interesting moment and discussion. Eight, in large groups, you tend to observe and are ready to jump in when someone needs to be challenged or championed. Nine, you've been told that you're too blunt. Ten, you enjoy intense and high-energy situations. In addition to these observable traits, here are some of the eight's core motivations. If you're an eight, your core desire is to protect yourself and those in your inner circle. Your core fear is being weak, powerless, harmed, controlled, vulnerable, and left at the mercy of injustice. Your weakness is that you constantly desire intensity, control, or power, and you may push yourself in life and on people in order to get what you desire. The message your heart longs to hear is that you will not be betrayed. Are you an Enneagram 9? 
Here are 10 common traits of a nine. One, you struggle with inertia or getting started, but once you get going, there is no stopping you. Two, you easily see the various perspectives of a situation, both the good and bad. Three, you might work from the bottom of the list or do the easier things instead of the important tasks. Four, you appear to be at peace, but often there's inner turmoil. Five, you find it difficult to know what you want when you're surrounded by opinionated people. Six, you do not like being rushed and prefer to live at unhurried pace. Seven, you enjoy relaxing and hanging out with your closest people. It's even better if it's at home. Eight, you focus on the positive unless you are stressed. Nine, you value a lot of margin and white space in your schedule. Ten, you prefer to maintain a peaceful atmosphere in unity with others. Now, in addition to these observable traits, here are some of the Enneagram 9's core motivations. If you are a 9, your core desire is to have inner stability and peace of mind. Your core fear is being in conflict, tension, or discord, and this may lead to feelings of being shut out and overlooked, maybe even creating a loss of connection with others. Your weakness is to remain in an unrealistic and idealistic world in order to keep the peace, and to remain easygoing to not be disturbed by your anger. This may lead you to falling asleep to your passions, desires, abilities, and worth by merging with others. The message your heart longs to hear is that your presence matters. Are you a one? Here are 10 common traits of an Enneagram one. One, the inner critic is constant. Two, you are very aware of right and wrong. Three, mistakes equal failure in your eyes. Four, to-do lists are your friend and you're hyper aware of your responsibilities and the responsibilities of those around you. Five, you involuntarily see what needs to be fixed. Six, You struggle with being spontaneous. Seven, truth, justice, and fairness are very important to you. Eight, either you don't feel like there's enough time to relax, or you don't feel like you have permission to relax. Nine, very rarely would you not follow through with a commitment or do what you said you would do. Ten, you struggle with anger turning inward, and that anger, well, it becomes resentment. In addition to these observable traits, here are some of the one's core motivations. If you are one, you desire to have integrity, to be good, ethical, balanced, accurate, virtuous, and correct. Your core fear is being wrong, bad, evil, unredeemable, inappropriate, or not good enough. Your core weakness is repressing anger, which leads to continual frustration and dissatisfaction with yourself, with others, and with the world for not being good enough. The message your heart longs to hear is that you are good. Now I'm going to dive into the common traits of the heart triad types, the two, the three, and the four. And again, 
If this word triad does not make sense to you, remember to go back to episode 241 to check out all the details. Are you a two? Here are 10 common traits of an Enneagram two. One, you are very aware of others' needs. Two, you are a safe place for many of your friends and family. Even strangers tell you all their hard things. Three, you're inclined to put others first before taking the time to decide what you want. Four, you help others in hopes to be loved and wanted in return. Five, you've been told you overcommit, are too involved, or are too busy. Six, you work hard to overcome any obstacle that happens in relationships. Seven, if you don't get the closeness you desire, you feel sad, hurt, and unwanted. Eight, you are more comfortable being a blessing than allowing others to bless you. Nine, you struggle to express or share the ways that you need to receive help. And ten, you have found yourself suffering from burnout more than once because of all the demands of helping others. In addition to these observable character traits, here are some motivations of the Enneagram 2. If you are Enneagram 2, you desire to be appreciated, loved, and wanted. Your core fear is being rejected and unwanted or being thought of as worthless, needy, inconsequential, dispensable, or unworthy of love. Your core weakness is denying your own needs and emotions by using your intuition to discover and focus on the emotions of the needs of others. You do this so others need you, want you, and they thank you for your thoughtful care. The message your heart longs to hear is that you are wanted and you're loved, and you don't have to give to earn their love. Are you a three? Here are 10 common traits of an Enneagram three. One, you are aware of what success looks like for you and others. Two, you enjoy the spotlight, and it's not often that you would shy away from recognition. Three, Motivating others brings you joy. Four, you strive to be the best in most facets of life. Five, you thrive with competition, even if it's with yourself. Six, you aim to appear poised and confident. Seven, recognition for your success brings you a lot of satisfaction. Eight, you try not to let anything slow you down, even sickness. Nine, you're very focused on completing your tasks for that sense and that feeling of accomplishment. And 10, you believe that efficiency is always the best way, even if it's not perfect. In addition to these observable traits, here are some of the three's core motivations. If you're an Enneagram 3, you desire to have significance among your peers, to be respected, admired, successful, and valuable for what you do and have achieved. Your core fear is being exposed or perceived as incompetent, inefficient, or worthless. You fear failure or that others would see you as having failed. Your weakness is deceiving yourself into believing that you are the image that you present to others, or even embellishing the truth by putting on a polished persona for everyone, including yourself, to see and admire. The message your heart longs to hear is that you're loved and valued for simply being you. 
You don't have to earn love by being successful or prove it to anybody. Are you an Enneagram 4? Here are 10 common traits of a 4. 1. Authenticity is your main priority. 2. You feel like you don't belong. 3. Melancholy feels like a comfortable friend. 4. You see details in beauty that others don't notice. 5. You feel endeared when someone remembers the details about your life. 6. It is very important for others to be aware of your emotional depth. 7. You're willing to sit with others in their pain and distress. 8. You place great value in your intuition. 9. You tend to reflect on the past more than what is in the moment. And 10. You are very aware of what is missing. In addition to these observable traits, here are some of the Enneagram 4's core motivations. If you're a type 4, your core desire is to be unique, special, and finding your authentic self. You fear being insignificant, plain, mundane, flawed, or emotionally cut off, which creates a sense of inadequacy or defectiveness. Your weakness is that because you feel like something is missing inside you, or because you lack qualities others possess, that you don't belong or are tragically flawed. The message your heart longs to hear is that you are seen and loved for exactly who you are, special and unique. Now, last but not least, we're going to talk about the common traits of the head triad types, the five, the six, and the seven. Are you a five? Here are 10 common traits of an Enneagram five. One, you need lots of time to recharge after being with others. Two, you prefer to learn from observing or reading as opposed to doing. Three, you find yourself challenging the norm or conventional thought. Four, you don't find happiness from material items, but you do struggle with generosity. Five, you find yourself being involuntarily negative, suspicious, and cynical. Six, you may not feel calm, but you know how to use the presentation of calm as a defense. Seven, you hesitate to be assertive or aggressive. Eight, you find great joy from ongoing education opportunities or further exploration on a topic you love. Nine, you may get lost for hours when exploring your interests. Ten, you take pride in your line of work and title. Reflecting your knowledge base. If you're an Enneagram 5, you desire to be knowledgeable, capable, and competent. You fear being invaded upon or being thought of as incapable or ignorant. You fear being depleted of all your energy when you are imposed upon or have obligations imposed upon you. Your weakness is feeling your lack of inner resources. And it could lead to catastrophic depletion when the interactions with others is too much or too demanding. This fear causes you to withhold yourself from contact with the world or causes you to hold on to your energy, your resources, maybe even your finances, all while minimizing your needs. 
the message your heart longs to hear is that your needs are not a problem. Are you an Enneagram 6? Here are 10 common traits of a 6. 1. You're very committed and faithful to family and friends. 2. You struggle with self-doubt and have inner committee. 3. You value clear-cut guidelines and boundaries. 4. The closer you are to others, the more likely you show your more anxious and nervous side. 5. You look for ways to be more in control of your life and surroundings. 6. You long for predictability in life and in relationships. 7. Your self-doubt has caused you to sabotage your success. 8. You've been told that you are loyal and trustworthy. 9. It is important that your leadership is worthy of your trust. 10. You struggle with ruminating on the worst-case scenario. In addition to these observable traits, here are some of the six's core motivations. If you're an Enneagram 6, you desire to have security, guidance, and support. You fear feeling fear itself, being without support, security, or trustworthy leadership. Your weakness is that you constantly scan the horizon of life, trying to predict and prevent negative outcomes, which, you know, often worst case scenario thinking, right? And this causes your constant state of apprehension and worry. The message your heart longs to hear is that you are safe and secure. Are you a type 7? Here are 10 common traits of an Enneagram 7. 1. You are busy and energetic and are rarely bored. 2. You struggle with commitment and focus. 3. You tend to move on quickly from loss or grievances. 4. You are idealistic about the world and all the possibilities. 5. You wear your heart on your sleeve, and you're open with your feelings. 6. You wrestle with feelings of loyalty, yet you desire freedom and independence. 7. Others perceive that you make quick decisions, but you may have been thinking about them for a long, long time. 8. You prefer to be around others who are upbeat and have similar goals. 9. You can do a lot of things well, but you struggle with finishing big projects. And 10. You get frustrated when others place responsibilities on you. In addition to these observable traits, here are some of the seven's core motivations. If you are a seven, you desire to be happy, fully satisfied, and content. Your core fear is being deprived, trapped in emotional pain, limited or bored, especially when it means you have to miss out on another option. Your weakness is having an insatiable desire to fill yourself up with experiences or stimulation to avoid the emptiness you feel inside and to create a sense of satisfaction. The message your heart longs to hear is that you will be taken care of. Okay, which of these types resonated with you most? Was it the eight? Was it the three? Was it the, I don't know, fill in the blank? (laughs) I want to know. I'd love it if you wanted to share your Enneagram type along with a screenshot of this episode and tag me 
Wholehearted Enneagram on Instagram or even Facebook so we can get to meet each other. And remember, your Enneagram discovery journey is unique to you. If you have yet to determine your number or you've mistyped yourself a few times, you are not alone. And that's why I help dozens of women process their story to get to the heart of their motivations and desire. Don't settle or give up on your self-discovery journey. You might be closer than you know. Remember, I have several options to help you with your discovery. Just check out the link in the show notes for my Enneagram quizzes and coaching call. And thank you, CJ, for this episode suggestion. This was truly fun to put together. And if you want to suggest a podcast idea like CJ did, I am all ears. I really love hearing from you. And case in point, I take the ideas and feedback seriously. Thank you so much for being part of this wholehearted community. I'm truly so grateful that this is the 20th season of the podcast. I promise there is so much more to come. And just a reminder, your five-star review and ideas are a gift. I can't wait for more conversations with you and for you. Next week, we're going to enjoy some more summer fun, and I'm taking the Enneagram to the movies, or at least some of our favorite TV shows. Stay tuned as some of my fellow Enneagram coaches and I have a blast about talking about our beloved fictional character <laughs> characters and their personality types. So until next time, friend, continue to pursue God's perspective, purpose, and plans for your wholehearted life.